want to say for the record um, that I said Liverpool will get beaten and I said that they would get beaten by a team which wouldn't be they wouldn't be expected to simple reason is you're going to have an off day at some point in the season now mm. and it's it's a different I feel like the Premier League it's a different Premier League to what was in when Arsenal went invincible um, I feel like the Premier League now has got a lot more threats where you can go to a team like Watford and if you have an off day, you can get beaten. And it was a comfortable lost, comfortable victory for Watford in the end. Fully deserved the victory. And it just brings me, up, brings me on to the point of Liverpool, of not necessarily Liverpool, but when, when teams are steamrolling other teams, mm. people struggle to anticipate a change of direction. Mm. Everyone just, everyone just think, just all like, just thinking it's just going to continue going on. And it's essentially, I feel like a lot of people are prisoners of the moment mm. and struggle to have foresight. Liverpool are, have been a fantastic team over the last couple of seasons. Mm -hmm. They've won 109 out of the last 114 Premier League points, which is phenomenal. Is that going to continue? Is that going to continue on to next season where they win 200, 220 out of 230? Like, it's just, it's not sustainable over the period of time people think it's going to, it's going to be, it's not sustainable, especially when you're dealing with a league like the Premier League. But let me introduce the show. Welcome to Succonites' podcast. I'm Mark Israel. Joined once again by Micah. How you doing, Micah? Hi, guys. Um, it's been a while. We've mm -hmm. been away for a few weeks. Um, apologies. We've had some obligations which I've had to fulfill. Um, but yeah, 2017-18, end of 2017-18, Man City finished 25 points ahead of Liverpool. Liverpool finished fourth that season. Um, everyone was saying... How can Man City be stopped? This Man City going to dominate for years. As you see, there's been a, there's been a change. Liverpool now twenty five points ahead of Man City with ten games to go, and now now the same things happening again. How how, how can Liverpool be stopped? The Premier League is too fluid a league for for people to suggest dominance over three four years. It's just not going to happen. As you saw in Man City, their level dropped slightly and Liverpool's level Liverpool's level rose. And now you can see what's happening. The same thing will happen in Liverpool. Liverpool's level will drop because it's not sustainable. And another team, which could be Man City, it could be a couple other teams with, with, with the right signings, their level can rise. And that's when you can see a team, another team come to the front. I kind of think that um, more questions were posed against less questions were posed against City's impending dominance especially given the age of their players what they were doing at that particular time I think it was it was it was easier to say that Man City would go on a a, a run whereby in the next five years they could win 
four out of the next five league titles. Especially with the style of play as well. With the style of play, I think what people needed to really understand is that bar Aguero, who was in his peak at that time, 28, 29, the major contributions, I know you can point it to a lot of things in attribute to that season, but we look at Sane and Sterling, especially they were roughly around 21, 22. Um, they formed the focal point of the attack along with um, Aguero. But we could see that Sterling and Star, um, Sane especially, um, goals and assists, double digits. Um, Sterling hit a lot of match winners in their first Premier League mm-hmm. um, campaign, came up big. And then you just look at the age in relation to the remaining of the squad. The boy now. Um, yeah. So obviously, and we knew that when the cycle started, there were going to be some changes because there were some people, some of the players were already in there. The age of his company, I don't know, they were lucky to get him back for that following season. <clears throat> David Silva, um, Fernandinho. Fernandino, those were the ones where you're looking at, okay, what's Pep going to do? Um, Kept, majority of the same squad in the next season obviously I think the only thing that they had to deal with that season was a loss of De Bruyne mainly for the majority of the season but that's when um, after being in the Premier League for one season uh, Bernardo Silva made that step up to fill that void with Liverpool I believe that more than anything it was the drive and the determination to win the league which propelled them to this absurd level because when you think about it, the previous season, City weren't even playing at their... I wouldn't say it was as dominant as 17-18, yeah. but they still had to pull out... Yeah. We, I don't think they played well. They still finished up with 98 points. That's two points off the previous season. Yeah. And people said they don't think that they were playing well. And I think that drove, pushed Liverpool yes. to... Uh, there's sometimes there's there's something that happens when you're so close yeah. where that it's just the next time you don't even I don't think they care as much about the Champions League as they do the Premier League this no. season or other competitions I think there was just so much of a drive combine that with the fact that not only did Man City's fall off but they had a, they had more injuries that they had to deal with not in yeah. I don't think the injuries were yes Liverpool have had injuries but I wouldn't I don't ref- I don't look at them the same way. You look at Sane out for the whole season. David Silva has been in and out of the in season injuries. But Sane especially out for the yeah. whole season. And that's a give or take if you're talking about Mares or not. Sane was the starter. You understand what for I'm sure. saying? It's like losing I don't know, it's like, it's like losing I, money. Look at losing money. money. Yeah, it's like losing Sane money. Sane was the starter. It was a starter for and with the goals and assists he was bringing and then you know De Bruyne went in the beginning of the season, there was this like two-week absence, but they lost Sane and they lost Laporte before the season even started. Man City, those yeah. two were gone. And yeah. so that's like, I believe if we go position for position, Laporte is easily Man City's best centre-back. The same with, with um, Van Dijk. It's like losing Van Dijk and Mane to start the season for probably long series. It's going to be tough. That's yeah. another thing people don't anticipate as well. Things happen in yes, yeah, football. Things, the injuries. Like, and the, the thing is that as Liverpool have won this season there's no they are you, uh, they're champions I don't need to see the coronation to do that what will the drive be next season? that's the question because how I can see is that when you've pushed through your tank especially how much they put 
they tried to push through the first the season, yeah, the the season before, season. and now they've got there so this season. We, we talk about the fact that Man City had 100 points and 98 points. But after this season, potentially Liverpool could have had 97 points and 100 points yeah. as well. This season. So you look at the things, I think, especially with, I've said at the beginning of the season, I know you disagreed. I said that a lot of the games that Liverpool have played this season, the, t- the, the determination has seen them through. I was a bit critical of... You won't have Liverpool this season. Yeah, I, 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 wasn't, I, I, wasn't, I was a bit critical with how the defence was playing. It, they didn't look as... They didn't look as dominating. Yes, they have... They're, they're, they've overruled the Premier League this season. But... They have... They, they've given me the this season... season they winning by one goal. Yeah. The, 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 small margins. Yeah, it was small... Like the season before, they were giving me this... Even though the, um, the in the how they how they play this season, you just know that okay they're gonna win. But I wasn't too when they were beating teams like four nil five nil. I said the Premier League is coming, and how they started this season before they went on a cool run. I think they went on um I think after the Manchester United result, um, yeah. they got um, um what's his name Allison back in yeah. Gomez back in after Matip went out. Even though Fabina went out, they wanted a solid run. I think they were like six, seven games. They didn't even concede. They were just winning. And then obviously you always said they were going to lose. After a while, I didn't think they were going to lose because I just said... I looked at the remaining season. But Henderson's injury has shown something that I couldn't believe was even possible. Even if we look against the match against Bournemouth the other day, Liverpool are, are, are significantly weaker without Henderson significantly weaker but I'm talking about 30 to 40% yeah, but, uh, no but hold on are we are we overestimating that simply because the complacency was going to come in anyway no it was going to come in anyway no, I, I can say you the can't compl- say 40% because Henderson uh, no I, I'm, no way for, for this season 30 to 40 have you nah. have, have you see after the Atletico Madrid game which was he didn't play well fair enough because they came against better midfielders Saul and Party are, are better than anything that what Liverpool have to offer and that much is fact. There's no need to go back and forth in regards to that. But so Henderson came out. The, what was the following game? West Ham. Beat, beat them 3-2, yeah. Beat them 3-2. The following game after that. Watford. Watford. I think what we do... I, but I, Liverpool, Liverpool weren't playing well. Liverpool haven't been playing well with Henderson. Don't forget that. But they but they were winning. The, the, the drive. Yeah, but you can't they say you can't that. say because Henderson's now they've got that suddenly they've got that sudden drive to win matches. Okay, so for example, if Henderson comes back, yeah, and let's say they play, let's say they lose against Atletico. Um, I don't know if Henderson. I think he was out for three weeks, and then he, but would you say that okay, cool? The the core part of this is because something like this happened exactly similar to Arsenal in the invincible season. I don't know if you can remember they got knocked out in the FA Cup and the Champions League in the same week. Yes, they did. And then Arsenal now played Liverpool at um, Highbury, the game that Henri scored. I think it was a hat trick or three goals. They went. They won four two. They went through like a similar slump. They hadn't lost in the league, but they dropped out of the two other competitions. Mm. And then people were saying, or oh, Arsenal are not that. And then I think they were 2-1 down against Liverpool that game. Yeah, I can remember right. fondly. Second half, they scored three goals. The one that Henri made Carragher look. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they won 4-2. I'm quite worried with Liverpool without Henderson. But can I just say, mm-hmm. Liverpool from the start of the year haven't been playing great with Henderson. That's the, that's the thing people forget to realise. They've, they've, they've just been... The victories have been overshadowing the performances. 
games like West Ham away weren't great. Southampton at home, they won 4-0. But if you watch that game carefully... I know the first half yeah. from what... Um, there's, there's, I think there's a new guy who talks on Sky Sports about Liverpool. He said the first half, he said he was sure that Klopp got onto them in the, that yeah. they were looking lacklustre. And... That was Southampton. Um, Norwich away. Mane came on 1-1-0. Okay, Liverpool haven't... People... Uh, they're seeing the wins, 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 wins. But if you look at the performances, Liverpool have been great with Henderson. And this is inevitable because... But what what you have to admire is that even when they're not playing great, they're still getting a the result. They're just a winning machine. And I think... And I, and it's I a winning put, machine. But even though I agree with you, I put a lot of that down to Henderson. What, the winning? and Just the winning... Because I... I used to... I was very I like critical. Henderson. I like Henderson. Very critical about Henderson. I felt that he was good. He wasn't as good as what people... When people were talking about PFA, I was saying you're having an absolute bubble. There is no way I'm having... But when I see what he means to that Liverpool side, and sometimes we get... Um, we're in love with the fact that every team is meant to have a great eleven. The fact is not every team that I've seen in my life have a world-class... Premier League shown that. You need to have... Darren Fletcher's, uh, Jason yeah, Parks. Yeah, you just need to have they're this... They're all over the pitch. John O'Shea, they're this, all over the pitch. This, this particular player that you, you have, he's, he's not necessarily great technically, great physically, but he's just got... I don't know how to quantify it somewhat. It, it's like a drive to... A will to win. Yeah. Which carries the team forward. And I feel that some of that is missing when Liverpool don't have Henderson. I, I really yeah, feel Yeah, because if, if you look... Who can who can drive the team forward? Mm. Wijnaldum hasn't really got those qualities. Fabinho mm. hasn't really got those qualities. Mm. It's really Van Dijk and Henderson. Mm. Those are the main players who drive the team, um, vocally um, in their in the way they in the way they in their actions in the way they play. Um, so Henderson is a is a big big player for for Liverpool. No doubt about that. I could even say that Trent's form has coincided with. Um, Henderson, yeah, because Henderson gives him a lot of support, a lot, of a support. lot of support, and that's no, that's no factor. Hend- T- Trent's been more exposed as a result of Henderson's absence, and who's who's coming, who's coming since Henderson's um, Oxlade, Oxlade Chamberlain, Oxlade Chamberlain simply hasn't got um, the defensive capabilities and tenacity yeah. as Henderson, and also he wouldn't because he do- because he doesn't probably doesn't play with Trent as often probably won't understand subtle movements that Trent makes where he should be should cover here when Trent's going forward, he should be careful here, whatnot. But psycho I want to go back to psychology and that's an important factor because I don't think there's a club in the world, a club in the world who have had as much drive and will to want to win a championship as Liverpool over the last 30 years. It's been 30 years since they won since they won a championship. There isn't a club who have had so much passion and drive for a championship. And I think Klopp's a great manager to exemplify that drive that the club have. And the 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 fact that the club have went close last year and didn't get it and they've come back again and they've done what they've done this season. When they achieve that as a club, I think it's reasonable to assume that they have it's nothing good. else to yeah. look forward to. Yeah, it's good. it might be because they've won the Champions League as well the season before. Now, now they've actually achieved what they've wanted. To, what they've wanted so badly over the last de- over the last three decades. Mm. There's like it's reasonable to assume that there will be a slight drop 
um, has now they've achieved it. It happens, it happens in all walks of life. When you've wanted something so bad and you finally get it, you kind of, your, the, your level and your determination might just drop a little bit. And as we've spoken about before, 1% in football can change everything. I feel, just based off of what you're saying, not to um, digress, I think that's what makes uh, Cristiano Ronaldo and Real Madrid's Champions League three in a row very special because whatever love affair that they have with that <laughs> with that competition, it's to go one, two, three, three that Unreal. that drive is 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 not it, clubs haven't even gone twice. Even though Liverpool have gone to the final, Liverpool have gone to final back to back. Twice, Twice in yeah. my lifetime. Yeah. So the 06, 07, the, they went again. 05, 06. 05, 06, 06, 07. Yeah. And then 17, 18 and 18, 19. Yeah. But obviously they lost, yeah. they lost one and won the other. Yeah. Um, but to go, so as you're saying, and, and if they don't have that much drive, because, you know, Henderson winning the captain, getting that trophy, you know, I can imagine how much they're going to have a huge parade and everything. Yeah. What, then goes into the song because looking at City, City will be back. Well, no, but hold on. Well, before, I just want to touch on the Real Madrid comment as mm-hmm. well, which is a very good point. But it's easier to do it in Champions League. You think so? Yeah, because because Ch- Real Madrid are a ch- first of all they're built for the Champions League. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as a club, they that's, it's, it's their trophy essentially. It really um, um, is. And to turn up every couple of weeks and turn it on, it's not even every, every couple of weeks. Obviously, they're always going to get through the group stage. Mm. Yeah, in, in every group stage, you're going to get through usually. Yeah, but from January to May, it's maybe every month they have a game. They'll turn up. They can turn up. And when Real Madrid get to the semi-final, they've got the they've got the course and distance essentially because they've been there before. They're playing. They're, a lot of time they're playing teams who have never, haven't been there before. Playing players who haven't been there before. Talking about Tony Cruz, Modric's, Ronaldo's, Benzema's players who have won it numerous times. I feel like it's easier for them to turn up once a month for a big game. Whereas to maintain that level week in, week out in your championship is, is so much more difficult. Because I think, I think that's why people have said, um, I've seen a lot of comments about just going back and back off your point, why Messi is so feared in the Liga because he can do it week in, week, week, in, week out, out. Just constantly just, yeah. and I think that's one of the reasons why Barcelona have been able to exercise some sort of league dominance over a long period because to topple Messi over a 38 game yes. season is harder than to do in the Champions League where you could have one on off game or yeah. one off game exactly. in that particular exactly um, I'm, I'm not taking anything away from him because yeah, what it is phenomenal yeah. but I believe you can't your level is more like you're more likely to get complacent in a, in a championship mm. um, season mm. than in a Champions League season um, but you made a point a, a second ago about Liverpool, I believe. Was it Liverpool? I'm not sure. Um, I wanted to touch touch on that. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if... No, we spoke about Man City. We, yeah, we Man said Man City will be back. Mm-hmm. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Man City in the next few months because there's a lot of things going that on. could be going on. Mm-hmm. That could be going on. And... But I, I, I look beyond Man City and whenever I tell people these things, they never really, they can't really see where I'm coming from. But you can't rule out some of the other big clubs simply because they've got the foundation there already. And all it takes is one 
very um very good summer summer window and they'll be back who Liverpool's you, level can drop who are you talking about because I'm if, talk- if we're talking about the remaining teams of the league the jump has to be astronomical I don't think it's astronomical because you just said the same, you just said the same thing about Man City the, Liverpool the, the jump but that's Man City Man City, Man City Liverpool, Man City, Liverpool. Man City finished first Liverpool yeah. finished fourth but 25 even, point gap even though Liverpool, Liverpool didn't cover that gap in one year but yeah, but they nearly, they nearly won the league in the season yeah, but after. It it was it was gradual. You you have to make your way. I I can't unless Man City and Liverpool drop so far to join where the rest is, and I can't see that. I think it's more about one thing. I've but always I think, said, I think Liverpool did drop the um plug the gap in one year because they actually caught, they took Liverpool they took Man City to win the league one point. That's covering the gap. That, yeah, but how? But be, what was what did they get the season before that? Didn't they finish third? Finish fourth. They finished fourth, fourth and they made it up. Made, they, made, they made it up in, in the next one season. Next season, they were back there. And, that, and there's many examples of this throughout the Premier League. There's many examples of this, but people struggle to see this when you're in the moment. If, if for example, if I, I'm just going to throw it out there. It doesn't have to be this club. But let's just say, for example, Chelsea. Yeah? Chelsea have obviously got a young group already. We've got a, a very... Good young, good, good group of young players. We've got players like Kante who are top players as well. Now, let's just say Chelsea signed three or four big signings in the summer. Yeah. And maybe, I don't know, someone like Sancho, hypothetically, um, another central defender. It doesn't take a lot. They've got the foundation there already. So if you sign a big boy central defender like a Van Dijk or Laporte to go alongside Rudiger, that's a very good central defensive pairing. You've got Kante already in midfield. You've got Kovacic, who's been very good. You've got Loftus-Cheek, who's, who hasn't played this season. Um, you've got Callum Hudson, obviously, as a winger already. If you sign another winger, you've got Zayat, who's coming in. You've got Reese James at right back. So it's like, for me, a lot of the clubs have got foundations already and they just need two or three players. And coupled with that, you get Liverpool's level dropping and that's when you can, that's when you can find... Now you can see some, com- some a competitive level now. Let me push back a bit with that. When did, what season did Liverpool sign Van Dijk? Um, it wasn't the 18-19 season. It was the season before. I think it was 17, January 2018. Uh, January 2018, I believe. Because it was into the 17-18 season. Yeah, when so it, went it, to it, would have been, it would have been January. It would have been January 2018. We all knew. We all knew. Who's we? Who's we? Everybody, I, I, loads, everybody loads, who's watching football, mm, everybody nah. knew that Liverpool were a defender away for ch- from challenging. So the reason why I pushed this to you is because... was a defender. It's goalkeeper as well. Okay. Okay. Let's say I give Alisson his, his fair You could say same with Fulham as well because you uh, say so, Fabinho's been massive. Yep. Um, yep. Fabinho yeah, DM has been big. I, 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 to the level that Van Dijk has been, I wouldn't no, say but he's all been three big. players have been important. The reason why I'm saying not, not Van this level, is because... Obviously. In the 17-18 season, scoring goals wasn't Liverpool's problem. In fact, in the 16-17 season, when they reached the Europa League final, um, they lost 3-1 to Sevilla, still qualified for the Champions League. They got into that next season, they were in in the Champions League. We all, okay, I'm not going to say we because you said, I believe that I said Liverpool are a defender away from winning the league. What happened with signing 
Would you, would you say a defender away from winning the league? I would say when, a when is that 16-17? No, in 17-18. So, so, so if, they were scoring goals. That's, with, that's Salah's golden boot season. So with Man City's dominance and the way Man City were playing and the way Man City were steamrolling teams, you thought at that point Liverpool were just a defender away from winning the league? Yes, because they beat Man City 4-3. No, I don't think I don't think I don't think hardly anyone did, said that. Did, did you? Did you? Not I think see competing. Yeah. Yeah. From from competing from, for from possibly competing, but when because that Man City was so dominant, I, I, but, I, I found but, very but few people would say that Liverpool's attack was there. Liverpool's defense was Liverpool's defense. Salah was still scoring at an unbelievable rate. So if I now include what you were saying, because remember you said if they bring in if the foundation's already there, you make one or two signings. I said three or four. That, three or four signings. Yeah. Fair enough. But we also need to consider the fact that in the following season, 18-19, Mane's level drastically went... Mane's level shot from underneath Sane to Salah's... They, he skyrocketed. He got 20 goals in the league. We're now looking at the fact that they signed Van Dijk, which came under immense scrutiny because they said 75 million for a centre-back. At a point, I said it was worth it, but go on. No, no. Me, because I, from 15-16, I already said that Van Dijk was a top three, top three, top five defender in the league. I said he's better than... World. Um, no, no, at that time, in the league, because I didn't want to push, because mm. Ramos was still... But I said in the league, I said he stands clear that any team that signs him, they've now gone and bought him. That second half of the season, they became rock solid. That's when they now started beating. Remember what we spoke about on the last podcast? You said that, they turned the tide against City, both away and at home when they Champions lost League. Champions League. Yeah. That's when everybody could start. So people could already start seeing from the second half of that season, Liverpool are serious. They got to the Champions League final. To now include your point, those two signings now further bolstered their yeah. claims whereby, okay, we're going to go for the league. Maybe many people couldn't see it before the signing of Alisson and before the signing of... Um, um, Fabina. Remember, they even got Cater that same window. Yes. But that Van Dyke signing, I believe that was crucial to me. So but, I feel that there was, those teams had more, that Liverpool team had more of a found. When I look at Chelsea, The foundation was there. The foundation was was, was there more with Liverpool. Yeah, I, granted, that, yeah. granted. But when I, when I, when I mention, I'm not trying to say it will be Chelsea. Okay, but, when, okay. when I, but when I mention teams like Chelsea, I, I, I talk about people, players who are on a massive upper curve like okay. Reese James's level is going to go up okay. Callum Hudson's level is going to go up significantly because this season he hasn't been uh, granted he hasn't been what he wanted to be this season mm-hmm. this season was going to be just the year he should have got I think he should be going to Euros but I'm not sure unless his form goes up in the next few weeks m- months I'm not sure he's going to make the squad mm-hmm. but it should have been his year his level's going to go up um, you got other players throughout the squad whose levels whose levels can go up So, so I believe that there's a number of things happening. You've got players who who can improve at, okay, at yeah. these clubs, at all the clubs, Man United, Chelsea, Arsenal. Um, Arsenal. You've got players who can improve. Um, and obviously, with some signings, mm-hmm. with some good coaching, mm-hmm. you can see a total shift. And it happens so quickly, people mm-hmm. can't ever predict it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think a lot of these clubs are that far away. Really? I don't think the Liverpool are that far away. No, obviously Liverpool are much better than them right now, but I just feel like all it takes is one summer because I don't think Liverpool will win a league this year, mm-hmm. and they're not going to go free spending in the summer. Contrary to you, believe I think Liverpool will spend this summer. I actually think mm-hmm. Liverpool will spend a, a bit of money this summer. Yeah, well, so you'd have to have outs because Liverpool ain't, ain't going to 
suddenly just start with with the, with the with the squad they've got right now. They're not suddenly just going to start spending two hundred million. No, they wouldn't need to spend so, two hundred million. They might, they'll, they'll, sign, they'll sign a couple. 60, they'll sign one or two players. Million. Sign one or two players. Sixty seventy million depends on who they want to cut their losses on. I could personally, for me, I would see what I could get for Cater. I don't think that's just. I don't think that's just. Worked it hasn't out. worked out yet. It just hasn't worked out yet, and obviously they they have him because we, we he's a different breed to the remaining midfielders that they got. He's the one that possesses the superior technical um, qualities, which we thought that would help Liverpool against if they're playing against a deeper block, um, things like that. I actually thought they might have gotten rid of um, Ox, but they've given him a new deal. Yeah, Ox is um, going So you've got. Obviously, you're looking at the likes of Lalana going, Shakiri going. Yeah, they'll, um, they'll be off. They'll be off. So they'll obviously get players. They'll get players for for rotational. For, yeah. So, but that's the thing. That's why I have to go back to Sir Alex because Sir Alex was winning a league and he was selling his top players because you have to refresh. Because mm. as we've spoken about, from what I've said before, intensity levels drop. So sometimes you need to come bring in a player who's. Um, enthusiastic and determined to to win something with the club and shift out a player who's won what he's not won and maybe his level and his intensity might have dropped. So back in the day, Man, Man United, so Alex would get rid of Yapstam after a great season. you get rid of Van Nistelrooy. you get rid of these top players because you have to reinvigorate the squad. But what I, what I find what's happening now is teams are winning and they're not shifting... A lot of eleven, they keep an eleven, and they and they perhaps bringing rotational players in. I think I don't think I don't think it's a it it's it should be a big issue to move out one of your big players and, and sign another big player. No, I, I, the reason why I, I I would hold off on that is because the quality of what you're looking for is not necessarily we come from we've come from a generation whereby there was a lot of quality in various positions. We're in an era right now where there isn't that much. If you, for example, let's say, the players are there. let's say if you shift the only Firmino, player that I, could, that I like Firmino be, as well. He's the, a very good player. That would be the only. I want one player to come and challenge him. I want I want Liverpool to sign a, a striker who you're looking at is looking at the starting eleven before a game. You're thinking who's going to start. I want one. Of, I want one of them. I want one of them situations where Firmino actually knows he's got someone behind him who can like retest a, him, like a Werner. Werner's my, I mean, you know, I'm a big fan as well. Um, yeah, yeah. And Werner can play left and right mm. and, and down the middle as well. Mm. Um, and I know, I know there's a possibility that could happen in the summer, but there's, 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 there's players, there's positions. There's, I know Wijnaldum's done well at times, but there's position there. Yeah, that's the thing. If, if, if you, would you shift Wijnaldum? Shifting Wijnaldum wouldn't be a problem. I think because um, they try, they wanted to do that with Keita. Yeah, but it didn't think, work out. I think uh, they wanted to. They even they, apparently, I think they're looking at a contract extension for Wijnaldum. They'll probably, they'll definitely give him a contract extension. I can imagine a situation whereby you would bring somebody, but I think based off what you said, Keita was meant to be that. Fact, but fact, he hasn't was, made to. He hasn't. Yeah, but it hasn't worked out. Mm. So, I don't know, let's say, for example, Fabian Ruiz. I know he might not have the intensity for a clock team. I'm not sure. But Fabian Ruiz, which gives them that balance with the left foot on that side as well. Mm. Henderson on the other side, you've got Fabinho behind. There's players who can come in and improve this team. Mm. There's no doubt about that. And improve them in certain areas as well, like opening up teams, which mm. I know Liverpool can struggle with sometimes. Um and then obviously you got a, you, you you might want a centre forward who can link up play, but he can still get twenty goals a season mm. or twenty five goals a season. 
That, that, that's out there. Huge dynamic, yeah. It's out there. Um, so, yeah. Um, if let's look at Tottenham because um, I think after a very positive start under Mourinho, um, I think that people are starting to see that there's bigger issues at Tottenham and generally this season's been poor, very poor. Um, what, what do you make of the current situation at Tottenham? Because I, I personally don't think Tottenham are going to top four. No chance in my mind. I don't, I don't think they're at top five either. Top Because fifth will probably get Champions League this year. I don't think, I don't think Tottenham will get top five. The way, the way that, because I see Tottenham playing against lesser teams, and I'm, I'm not sure who's going to win. <laughs> like it's, it's actually, like they've conceded an average four point nine six shots on target a game. Four point nine six shots on target they concede. Um, the numbers have improved since Mourinho has joined, but that's that's still one of the worst defenses in the league. Um, context: Chelsea concedes three point one. Liverpool 2.86, City 3.1, United 3.5, Everton 3.8, Leicester 3.8. Southampton concede less shots per game than Tottenham. I think what we're looking at is based is referring to back what um, Poch looked at as well. I think Poch wanted major changes within Spurs. Um, some of the levels of some of the players have dipped. Um, I wouldn't say dramatically, but they've dipped significantly enough to level to affect overall team play. Um, That's another thing, actually. But just just stop you one second. As you can see, overnight, you've seen Alderweireld, one of the best funders in the league. Vertonghen, who was one of the best funders in the league. You've seen the level drop significantly. Mm. The same way you can see players' level drop significantly overnight is the same way it can go the other way as well. Mm. Um, but, but I think, like, even though I agree with what you're saying, I don't think... I could have seen, I should have said I could have seen, but I couldn't see Spurs one happening so... I couldn't. I couldn't see I couldn't it happening see it. so quick. I, no. it would, I think if it were happened, it would have been gradual. Yep. But it's happened sharply within... Basically, it's happened within 12 months. It's the Champions League victory. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Champions League um, final, final, sorry. It's happened over 12 months. But, um, like I said on the previous um, podcast, success is, all, is, is, is the biggest is the biggest measurement for upcoming failure because once you are so successful in a particular way, your measuring stick for error, your margin for error gets the, your, the, the window goes very small. Mm -hmm. I would have preferred it if Tottenham didn't get to the Champions League final. I could have easily sat here and said, Ajax deserved that, outplayed it. Because now that Poch went to the final, they're like, this team has arrived. This team is... Is, is meant to to be winning. You understand what I'm saying? Especially for the fact that they played against Liverpool and... I, th just, I thought they were a better team in the final as well. Not me a, a lot of people said that, that they played on the front foot. I still think that maybe it was a bit of a... You know, playing Kane in that final, I wasn't too sure about that, especially for how the, the results they got when he wasn't in the side. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. I've got to touch on that one. So I know if a couple of Spurs fans have told me they wouldn't have played Kane in that final, but I'm you not, can't not. I, you I'm have not to saying, play him. I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that you can't, but thank God, you know, that's not my decision to make. <laughs> you you want to thank God, you don't, you don't but, you, but would you rather if, be in that? If, if, okay. it, if it was my, if my position, I just go by what I can see. I would rather have somebody like Kane come off the bench than have him starting. Because 
at least I know that I have the option for him. I have, he's not running away. If you're fit, if you're declaring him fit for the final, because in that final, he was non-existent for me. You understand what I'm saying? The person, the person who was creating the most of the chances, Son. Son. And I believe that if you had played, because Kane doesn't have the speed to get away with, you know, I think Son, you know, he was playing on that left side against Van Dijk and Trent. So Van Dijk's, a lot of Van Dijk's um, superior physical qualities which shown. But I think now Mourinho is suffering from a dip in players' um, performances. I also think that he's stopping with, um, stopping with an out-and-out striker or... Um, the quality of attackers are but, really hindering. But the problem we've got here is Tottenham are missing Son and Kane. That's fine. The attack is on the side going to drop. But defensively, they've got all the defensive players and their defence is a shambles. Yeah, that's that's why I'm linking it both to defenders dropping and then um, at the same time, defenders dropping and lack of quality up front. And I also believe that defence is not something that can be fixed during the season, I was going to come to that point. Great point. I, I think I, I told you this before. Great point. Mid season, it's almost impossible to fix the defense. I, I won't go impossible because you get players, you get teams like you get clubs like who get Samuel Dice and they get certain other managers who come in, David Moyes, who come in and just they just lock it down. But if they're it can happen, it, if they're locking it down, they're locking it down front to back. So you have the whole team being compact. If you're trying to focus on a backline, and remember, if you're if you're trying to focus on a backline, I have, I have yet to see. I think the only player, the only player manager who's come in recently has done something like that. It's probably Arteta, you know. But I have, it, it, especially for the kind of manager Mourinho is, and we've seen Mourinho through the years. I would have always said, give you need a summer to say Mourinho needs a summer. That's why he, he only takes jobs in the he, summer. Yeah, this is first job mid season. First job. Porto. So the defense improved and. As you basically said, the defence has made an improvement, but the improvement to what it needs to be to be competing and pushing for um, a Champions League position, it's not there yet. So, yeah. So, and in, in Mourinho's defence, I will say that he is a manager who likes to work on the training field in terms of spacing, in terms of um, organisation on his defence. And he hasn't necessarily had that opportunity at Tottenham because they're playing every three, four days. And it's, it's, it's difficult to get your ideas across um, in that time. So that I would say that in Mourinho's defence, he probably will need a summer to get the team playing how he wants to play. However, the problem Mourinho's got is in that time, if his defensive foundation isn't strong, Mourinho teams will always struggle because mm. the, they tend to score less Mm. They said the, 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 the attacking level, the attacking isn't as someone as, as good as someone out on a Pochettino. Especially when you don't have, um, when the individual brilliance isn't there. Isn't there. So Kane and Son aren't, on, mm. so Kane and Son aren't there at the moment. Mm -hmm. So if the defence is still conceding loads of chances and the attacks level has gone down, there's big problems. Mm. That's why, on, on, unless Tottenham can get a few, Son and Kane back ASAP, I can't see Tottenham finishing. Top four. Top, oh, top five. I can't see Tottenham finishing the top five. Mm -hmm. um, I'd even be careful about Arsenal who are behind them. Arsenal one point behind. I'll be, I'll be, I think Arsenal, see that's what I said, I said it a few episodes ago. I said Arsenal, if they could stop, stop drawing games, they had a chance for top four. They're five points off Chelsea, Chelsea. right now. Mm -hmm. If they won the game at Chelsea instead of losing it, so this it's a different top four race now. 
Mm. Think about it. Chelsea got three points. Arsenal got zero. If that went the other way, you're looking at Arsenal banging the top four race. That's just one game. Top so, four race is interesting. Top four race is interesting. There's a lot of clubs in it. And I feel obviously there's ten, well, nine, ten games left. And you, if any of them teams can get six, six, seven victories, I think good um, chance. Based off what you're saying, also it will be it will be uh, important for Leicester to win today as well um, to get that bit of victory, um, victory yeah. just to get a bit of at home at Aston Villa. Vardy has, well, second half of the season struggled. Yep. Um, injuries, missing games. I don't know what is going on there. Um, to get another three points to because I feel that their them bridge opening an upper gap against Chelsea hasn't been much of down to Leicester's doing. No, nice. Chelsea have just Chelsea's been dropping so a lot of points recently. Forty five points. You're fourth with forty five points. Can you believe that? That's a joke. I'm we're in March. We're coming we're, into we're, 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 we're in March. To, we're coming up to we're, we're in March. We're, we're in, in March. March and 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 the fourth best team in the Premier League's got 45 points. You've got big clubs in the Premier League, 42 points in March. They this you know you know the mark for rele- save, um, surviving for relegation when you, you get to 40 in. points it's like you feel comfortable. Arsenal Man United are, are there in March. I think this is why people are saying <laughs> that this is a poor season because you've got Sheffield who would probably be looking at safety? Yeah, they're That's looking it. at Fifth. a champion. They're looking it's, at Champions League with Wolves. You're looking at two teams who would be in Europe next season. So it's uh, so know, it's, the the big clubs are making some of the lesser clubs look maybe better than they are. Mm-hmm. Even though I got to give a lot of credit to Wolves, who on their day you just wouldn't want to play against Wolves. I, over, Wolves remind me of. Bolton, but with more consistency and better, and better players. And as well. better, but you just don't want to play them. Wolves are not a team you want to play against. They're just like they went to Tottenham the other day, and I felt so, win, I thought Wolves were winning. They, they were, were so, would, would win they're the game. so awkward to play because they 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 can adapt. They're just so awkward got to pace, play. Against. They can counter attack. They can play. You got Ruben Neres. They can defend. They're organized. They're a very good team. Um, and the way that they're in touch and distance with Chelsea. So let's just say this, I don't know. I I just feel that Chelsea are are where they would have taken they would have taken fourth at the start of the season, hundred percent. They would have taken fourth at the start of the season, but the signs of certain performances and the consistency is leaving a lot of question marks. I wouldn't say I know they're not going to drop, but I just hope they don't drop because. I think they've played Arsenal twice already. They've still got to go away to Liverpool, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, yeah, they've got to go to Liverpool. They've played Manchester United twice. They've played Manchester City twice, I do believe. Nah, they're, playing Man- they're going to play Man City. So, Chelsea have got Everton today. Everton where? Away? Home. Tough game. That's still a tough game. That's a tough so Everton game. Everton are scoring two goals every game these days. Yeah. They're, sco- they're, they're regular that. scorers. They've got Villa away, um, Man City at home, Leicester was an FA Cup. Let's have a look. Watford at home, West Ham away, Chelsea. Chelsea. Ooh, okay. This is where it gets interesting. They've got last two games of the season. Liverpool would have won the league already, though. Mm-hmm. Liverpool away and Wolves at home. That is tough. That's tough. Liverpool, tough. Liverpool winning the league wouldn't matter. They want to 
break uh, City's points total. I'm a hundred percent of that. They might have done it by then. Huh? Yeah, but they want to break. They, they could have. <laughs> I, they were, I think they would have put a, a bit of daylight between a hundred points. And if they're on like ninety eight points, they're gonna win that game. To yeah, get a hundred and one. So yeah, they'll, 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 and I don't know. Um, Wolves at home in the last day of the season is not a match you look you're looking forward to. But on that point, anyway, so we've got the Champions League this week. We'll kick off with Liverpool Atletico. Liverpool one 0 down from the first leg. The way Liverpool are playing, what are your thoughts? I hope Liverpool don't concede first. That's what I'm going to say. I just if Liverpool concede in the first ten minutes, that game is over. I said it the first leg. I went once Liverpool, I, you know, got up. Atletico scored in five minutes. I said that's a one nil. That game is done. Yeah, that's it. That, Not one shot on target. No, that so game. That is, when it comes to those kind of games, and I previously said to um, another person who I was speaking with, the only person that Simeone has lost against in the Champions League is Ronaldo. Yep. He has not lost against any other team. Yep. You mean, um, obviously, in knockout stages? Knockout hasn't lost. So, Liverpool need to get Anfield as uncomfortable as possible, score first, i got to say, though, if there's a team who don't really get uncomfortable in any environment... It's, it's Atletico. Atletico. So, I, I just... And Simeone. Simeone's going to love it. Love uh, it. This, is, this is his game. Perfect. Perfect for him. Just manage the game. The 4-4-2 without Henderson. If Henderson's not playing, that is going to be a... Because I can see them really... What, they, what do they do? They nullify anything coming from the flanks. And we already saw how poor Trent and Robertson were. So you're looking for a kind of, you're looking for a lot of creativity. I could see Klopp either changing formation or playing. He's not changing formation. I could see him like maybe putting Salah up front and putting Firmino on the bench. Basically, you expect a spanner. You expect him to throw a spanner in the works. He's going to throw a spanner in the works. Yeah, I think he might have to because that Atletico Madrid game in the first leg... um, They didn't have nothing. And that's just classic Atletico. Mm. And Liverpool... Um, haven't been great going forward mm. in the last f- for a while now. Actually. And they've conceded first a lot they've been conceding against West Ham, Bournemouth, Watford. Yeah, Three just, games, yeah, all conceded. Exactly. So it's going to be a tough game. Um, Atletico Madrid games once they've got the res- once they've got the result they want the games are shorter because they take a little bit longer to get the throw in to get the ball for the throw in. They stay, they stay down a little bit longer when, when they've been fouled. So it's really not a 90-minute game. It's gonna be, the game's going to be condensed because Atletico are going to employ so much um, gamesmanship, so much streetwise tactics. Take to get the fans out of the game. To try and do these, try and, try and shut, shut, shut down the fans from early. Um, so Liverpool are definitely going to have to be, produce a much better performance than they've probably produced this year. The last performance I can remember Liverpool producing where... It's against Leicester. Yeah, Leicester, maybe. 4-0. Four yeah. 4-0 four, four away. Yeah. And obviously they scored the goals there, but the performance was very good in general, the all-round performance. And they'll need a performance close to that to, to get through in this game. It's a, um, it's a, it's a pick-em game for me. I think I've got going through. I'd, 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 from what I've seen recently, it'll be hard to bet against Atletico in so this kind calling? of game. who are you calling then? Because we're, we're we're not sitting on the fence for this one, so I'm Liverpool. saying I'm you're saying Liverpool. I'm saying Liverpool. I'm, I, 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 I'm, I'm saying, saying Liverpool. I'm saying Atletico. Um, Liverpool have not been great from corners. 
Um, you're, you're, you're really hurting me here because you're yeah, great from corners. corners and Atletico are very strong from corners. Mm. Um, if Atletico get that away goal, mm. I can't see Liverpool scoring three. Um, I fancy I fancy Atletico to have chance, to have some chances um, because Liverpool will definitely be pushing. So, uh, and, and, you're, you're and, making and, it, and you're making some good points. It's so I, I just think Atletico have got all the ingredients because I don't know we talk about their defence, but they still got Diego Costa, Jao Felix and Morata up front. Jao Felix didn't play the first leg, did he? Yeah, but he's back now. He scored on the weekend, scored yesterday. Um, so, obviously, I know they won't play all three of them, but they've still got tools. Mm. They've got tools, so they, they can get a goal. So, for me, I think Atletico are going through. We'll see. Uh, You've not changed your mind now. You've said uh, Liverpool already. The reason so. why I just... I can't... I don't... I don't <laughs> this is, football could be so tough and cruel, especially be. when it's Anfield. I'm, I'm going to... You're saying Liverpool. Yeah, so now I, we'll I move on. Liverpool. PSG Dortmund. 2-1 first leg. Um, Dortmund got Haaland. Sancho playing really well. Um, PSG Dortmund. What are your thoughts on that one? I always knew when, I always knew when, when, it, when push comes to shove with um, Thomas Tuchel. I always knew who he was going to take out. I knew he was take out Icardi. Why does he change all the time in the Champions League? Why does he tinker? It, 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 I don't understand that. He's, a, he's, a, he's very much a tinker, man. He's too touchy. They've been playing so well. So you, you wanted to play 4-4-2? Why not? 4-4-2 four, 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 four. away from home, Dortmund. With, with, with Mbappe, um, Icardi, Neymar and Di Maria. Play, yes, play your... Play, play, not even 4-4-2. That's, four, what, four, that's, two, what, that's four, what he's been playing. Or 4-4-3. Four, four, Play Neymar... 4-3-3. Four, 4-3-3, four, three, three. Four, three, three, I do apologise. Play Neymar, because he's done this before recently. Israel. Play Neymar, Icardi, Mbappe. Then play Di Maria... Um, Verratti. Verratti and, 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 Idris. And, okay. But Verratti's not playing um, this he's, week. He's out, yeah. He's out. He's out. I think PSG are going through. I don't know. Don't know for you, yeah? I don't know. I think PSG will make it. I, I think PSG could win the tournament, personally. But uh, uh, Without um, Verratti... I, Unless, what, for no variety, I can imagine him doing what, putting Marquinhos in. Nobody's handling Haaland. I don't no, think anybody don't, don't, in PSG. No, Thiago Silva. Don't underestimate my guy, Thiago Silva. Haaland bullied him. Bullied? Would you say it was bullied? Cause, what, because he scored two goals? <laughs> okay, so... so was, what, it, was it bullied? Bullied two goals. No, but, not, bull- not, did you not see the so second if a, goal? If a, striker score, if a striker scores goals, does that mean the defender's been bad he he bullied Thiago Silva that Thiago Silva had you, a poor did you, game did you watch 490 I, I, don't, I, I thought Thiago was poor but did you watch 490 he was poor against Haaland I don't I, I, won't, I, won't, I personally think Thiago Silva has all the tools to shut down Haaland for the game really for sure we're, we, come on, we're talking about we're talking about a legendary um, central defender here. yeah that, his legend is built off of games and seasons not, I'm not talking right yeah, now but, and, and he's so therefore and his his Although his level has dropped over a number of years now, he's still at a high level, and he can. I think PSG can shut down Haaland. And PSG's defense is not is not is not good enough to um, to keep out. I, 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 I don't think Dortmund's defense. I think Dortmund can see the minimum two three goals here. So that so by definition they'd have to score one or two to go through. I believe they'll score one or two. I can see extra, I can with, see extra time with with the with how thing, um, Sancho's been playing. I don't think who who am I looking at? Bernat or who's the other guy? Um, Kuzawa? No, I don't think Kuzawa's going to play. He played the um, first. Played the first, <laughs> played the first game. Which I was surprised at. 
Well. He did absolutely rubbish. Um, Valencia, Atlanta. I think that ties over already. Is it four nil? Four nil, four one. Four one, I think. Um, Gasparini um, will get that job done. And you've got to give credit to Gasparini. They lost. I think after three Champions League games, they had one point. I think. Um, and they still made it out of the group. And the job he's done over a number of years there, one unbelievable. The one of the best um, appointments Atlanta have made since the 16th season. He's averaging well, 173 games. He's won 88, drawn 43 and lost 42. He's averaging 1.77 points per game. game. It's, a, it's, a, it's a, an Atalanta team which was fighting relegation before he got the job. I think before he got the job, they were sixth. Um, I remember the standings since... So six. 15, so nah, no, 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 they were less than they were since since the 17 16 season, 16, or the 16 17 season. So they were 13th, 15 16. Yep. After 16, after 15 16, he got the job in the summer, and then 16 17, first season, finished fourth. There you go, and then the season after that, 17 18, he finished seventh, and then 18 19, finished third. And then currently within the league, nineteen twenty, they are fourth. So look at the consistency here. Talking about a manager who's taken a bottom half club and he's not only just finishing in the Champions League spaces once, but he's continued that. He's replicating that season after season. Obviously, I know they dropped one year, which is um, expected, but he's maintained uh, a top four Serie A team. You could see why they've managed to keep a hold of some of their top players you're looking at Illich, you're looking at Papu Gomez. Zapata. You, you were very high on Zapata yeah. um, previously. Those are players, I think this season, they've won three or four, I'm not, I'm going to double check that. Three or four games, they scored like seven yeah, yeah. goals. Very attacking team. Very and, attacking team. And to, to do all this with, with playing so offensively, it's so refreshing. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they stick to their style. They, 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 they've maintained the same um, attacking system which could they've you, maintained since. could you see Gasparini managing Italy Manag- managing the, the national team mm-hmm. yeah you. I think I think the way he's going in his career he's you definitely being contention for the job I think he's 60 something yeah, well the job the job suits him if his job becomes available in the next few years he'll definitely be right in the shortlist I think he I think he would bring about a breath yeah for, it'll be good for Italian football actually Italian because football, yeah. Italian football could, could do with someone who's just so mm-hmm. offensive minded like last few games they beat Lecce 7-2, beat Valencia 4-1, Roma 2-1, um, had a couple of, beat Torino 7-0 away, <laughs> beat Milan 5-0, Parma 5-0 back-to-back. This, and yeah, it's, just, it's a great job what um, um, Gasparini's done there. They are, they should progress against Valencia and any team who plays them in the next round needs to be on their toes because Atlanta the type of team where not, uh, if, you, if you drop your level for 90 minutes, you could end up 3-0 down from the first leg. Is um, their away record in the league, second best away record in the league with a goal difference of plus 22, highest and, in the league. And that's, what, that's why I have to admire managers like Gasparini and um, Nagelsmann because mm. they don't care if they're home or away. Mm. They're looking to go to win. They're not trying to be more cautious they play the same. They play the game the same way wherever wherever they're playing. Brings me on to Leipzig, Tottenham. Leipzig um, first leg against Tottenham was so refreshing to see a team 
take the game. Take the game to Tottenham. I know. I know. Obviously, Mourinho takes a passive approach in Champions League mm-hmm. knockout knockout games. He always takes a passive approach. He's done that since Chelsea, um, in second second spot Chelsea, Man United, and now Tottenham. But the way Leipzig took the game to them was so refreshing. They were so energetic. They were mm. so um, intense with the way they played, and it was a very very good performance. And I can't see Tottenham even getting a result in Germany, not to mention progressing. I think Leipzig win that again. What are your thoughts? That game set up a lot for how Mourinho would like it to be. He, he hasn't got the tools. Man. He hasn't got the tools, but that's a Mourinho 1-0 down, going away, yeah. parking the bus. Mourinho of, <laughs> Mourinho of old... Mourinho of old, you'd, you'd have been more confident of him getting a result here. Mm, mm. But of recent, as we've spoken about before with, defense, with the defence as well, mm. he hasn't had the time to necessarily implement what he'd like to implement. Mm. As a result, this defence is nowhere near what he wants it to be. Therefore, he's not, I don't believe Tottenham are capable mm. of going to Germany and, and, and um, producing a defensively solid performance where which is typical of a Mourinho where he'll go away and get and get that done. I don't yeah. think they, I don't think they've got that. Mm. I don't think they can do that right now. So who you got in that one? Tottenham. You got Tottenham going through? Yeah. You're having a laugh, right? I'm being dead serious. You think Tottenham are going through? I'm being dead serious. That is so hipster to my I, mind. I, I, Tottenham are going okay, through. Okay, cool. So you you've got Dortmund, yeah, Liverpool, Liverpool, Atlanta, and Tottenham. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll see. We'll talk about this anyway after in the next episode. I've got Atletico. P- I've got Atletico, Atlanta, Leipzig, PSG. So the where we differ is in the Leipzig Spurs. Oh no, we differ in a number of places actually. We differ in three. Three, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the only one that I want to agree with you on, I've just I'm not sure. You said we can't sit on the fence. That Liverpool Atletico. It's I tight, just, it's it's, it's, it's I tight. don't know. Like Liverpool at Anfield in the Champions League is a very scary side. But then I have to look at the fact that Atletico are built. They're built for these occasions. They're, Atletico's sole purpose is is for this. They've they, thri- to, they thrive in these performances. They've gone to Bernabar, New Camp. You know, <laughs> you could say, you could say they haven't got the same players, but this is a team that kept MSN from scoring. I've, I just can't fathom how they went to the new camp when Barcelona had to win to win the league. And they, and got, they got the draw and won the league. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, um, thanks a lot for listening, everyone. Um, um, we'll be back next week. <laughs>